There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. It's gloomy and grey. Good morning. This is the U105 phone-in. I think there's a meeting on Tuesday night in Belfast which will be of interest to football fans. Is it next Tuesday, Stephen? Yes, um, there's actually going to be a host of meetings held next week with um, stakeholders regarding football on both sides of the border, Frank. Okay, we're talking about the possibility of some form of all-island competition that would be beyond anything that we've had before. Just for people who aren't familiar with this, give us the background and what's planned, Stephen. So at the moment you have the Irish League and the League of Ireland. The Irish League is of course the main league in Northern Ireland and the League of Ireland is the main league in the Republic of Ireland. Well, um, a man called Kieran Lucid, who uh, is a very successful businessman in, in tech um, from the Republic of Ireland, wants to make an all-island league joining together the Irish League and the League of Ireland teams. And um, he has formulated strategies. He's done a lot of research into this and believes it would be a fantastic idea to to have this cross-border competition. The problem for Kieran and his supporters is that in October, the Irish Football Association rejected these proposals and said it was a non-runner. And the feeling at that time, Frank, was that if the Irish FA were saying it couldn't happen, it wouldn't happen. Because the Irish FA and the FAI, you'd need um, the support of both those organisations. However, Kieran Lucid is still determined that this goes ahead. And um, as we said at the top of this um, piece, he is organising meetings with um, stakeholders involved in football, be that the officials and the top officials in the Irish League, the League of Ireland, the FAI, the IFA. Also, he's trying to get government um, involved and he's trying to get fans involved as well as the media. Um, Those meetings will take place next week. He's gone as far to say, by the way, Frank, that the League of Ireland could start as it normally does, the Irish League could start as it normally does, and then they blend the leagues together um, uh, in a split season. So he's a very, very ambitious man. I know him, and um, I think his heart is in the right place, and he's certainly got a great head for business. And um, uh, it's going to be really interesting to see how this unfolds. Most of the Irish League teams I have spoken to are wary of the idea, and then there are a few who are welcoming the idea. Um, but once the Irish FA said no, we thought that might be the end of it. But Kieran Lucid is determined that this goes ahead in one shape or form. Is it possible for the clubs to break away from the Irish Football Association or the Football Association of Ireland? Either or. Could they, can, could they leave and set up a, a different structure? It's possible. Anything is possible, Frank, in in football. I think um, the two of us have been around long enough to know that you don't really get major surprises anymore because um, uh, anything can happen. But it would make it very, very difficult for both 
The Irish FA um, are still the governing body of Northern Ireland football here, and um, although there have been accusations that they don't take um, Irish league football as seriously as they could, um, they would resent that and say that they have given Irish league football a lot of backing over the years. The FAI, listen, the FAI are in turmoil right now. Mm -hmm. You know, you've got the the whole John Delaney scenario. Um, He's obviously left as chief executive. There's um, lots of financial issues. And from what I'm told, the FAI clubs would seriously consider um, going down the route of an all-island league um, proposed by Kieran Lucid, they think that um, there's real mileage in that for them. Uh, one big worry for both sets of clubs, of course, would be the lack of European places or the potential lack of European places. Um, and European money is so important to clubs nowadays because it's it's astronomical in comparison to what it used to be. Um, but Kieran Lucid um, says that the clubs would still get into Europe and he's trying to um, make that point to them very, very clearly, and I'm sure he will do again next week at, at this um, bunch of meetings. But would they get into but, Europe? Um, because we we have a... I don't know off the top of my head, you you will. How many of our clubs get into Europe? Is it four into different competitions? Well, uh, how many it, Republic it be, clubs? It will be three for next season for the Irish League, but then it will go back to four, and for the Republic, it's four. Um, the only people who could truly answer that question, Frank, if um, clubs would get into, if the same number of clubs would get into Europe, would be UEFA. Yeah, and we're um, never UEFA. going to get we're never going to get seven into into Europe, are we? If we have one league. Well, you would think it highly unlikely, although Kieran Lucid uh, believes that there's still that possibility. But I would be like you, I think it would be an unlikely scenario. But what's really impressive about Kieran Lucid is, although it looked as if he was knocked back, he's come back with new ideas. And um, he believes that there is television revenue there to be had. And he's talking in the millions, by the way, not just the thousands. And um he thinks it would be a complete game changer for clubs on this island. Um, like people involved in the Irish League at a high level have said that they don't want this. They think the Irish League is strong enough as it is and is going from strength to strength. Whereas people um, in the League of Ireland are very amenable to the idea. Um, I think next week could tell a tale. Um, but I'll tell you this. Kieran Lucid has got no intention of giving this up without a fight, and I think he's in it for the long haul. Um, but at this moment in time, um, short term, I can't see it happening. It's funny, you know, Kieran initially had said that he wanted this up and running by 2021, and I said to him, I thought that was ambitious. But he said, listen, uh, um, we can do this. So it's going to be interesting to see. But at the moment, um, the fact that the Irish FA have said no, that is a huge sticking point. Is there any political dimension to it where some people won't want something that's looked upon as All-Ireland, carefully not being called All-Ireland, but are there worries and concerns from some quarters, people who just think, oh, they're at it, they're at it? Well, I imagine there would be. Um, if you have an all-island league, um, there will be people who will say the old chestnut, well, why don't we just have an all-Ireland team in international competition? And that is something I'm certain that the Irish FA have been concerned about and one of the reasons why they would have knocked this on the head back in October. Um, uh, Kieran Lucid will be talking to um, uh, 
government officials um, in the next week or so. I think he has already done that. Um, so there is that element to it. And um, it's really interesting, Frank, because he's employed a, a group called Hypercube. They're a Dutch sports consultancy firm. And they are, at this moment in time, gathering data and opinions and views from all the football clubs, north and south, television companies. And um, uh, they're going to be speaking to the fans. And I'm really pleased that they're engaging with the supporters because if, if ever, this is ever going to happen, you're going to have to have them on side. And he's also looking at sponsors, and um, uh, he's confident that he could get sponsors on board paying um, lots of money. So, um, uh, listen, uh, whenever the IFA said that they weren't interested in this, everyone thought, that's it, good night, cheerio, see you later. But the fact that um, Lucid continues to come back with fresh ideas, with um, all these fresh meetings, suggests that he believes there's still something in this. This is a guy who's made millions in technology, so um, uh, he's he's obviously well-versed in business, and he is ambitious to get this going. And uh, lesser men would have probably walked away from this by now, Frank, but he thinks that this could be a huge success, and that's why he's staying in it. But there's a long road to go down before anything happens, if it ever will. And and and, and what would the big matches be? Would you have you know Linfield, Dundalk, Coleraine, Shamrock Rovers? You know, I'm just thinking of what, what games would really appeal that we don't have at the moment. Well, Linfield, Shamrock Rovers would certainly appeal to me. That would be an absolute crackerjack. But then you also have to think of the security issues. And you also have to think of the travel. Imagine an Irish league team going down to Cork City. I know that Derry City, who, um, of course, um, play in Northern Ireland, but um, are actually in the League of Ireland, um, uh, they find it very difficult in terms of the travel. And it's very wearing on them as a club um, financially and also um, on their players and their staff. So um, uh, Irish league teams would face the same scenario and also, you know, you remember the Satanta Cup, Frank? Mm-hmm. It was a huge success at the start, and then it sort of petered out. So um, uh, it's hard for fans to travel hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of miles, you know, um, week in, week out. The good thing is, of course, the road to Dublin has been vastly improved since the Satanta Cup started all those years ago. Um, uh, but um, there's still a long way to go on this. And the fact that there is... Um, objections from the people who run the game in Northern Ireland um, uh, means it can't happen at this moment in time and ultimately Kieran Lucid is going to have to win the Irish FA and the people in the top ranks of NIFL, the Northern Ireland Football League that's the Irish League, over to make this a reality. One other question before you go, and I'll get people's opinions on the possibility of an All-Ireland League and whether or not they would uh, like it. You can throw in your worth. The, the other question has to be about Manchester United. Is this the worst Manchester United team we've seen in recent times? I would suggest, Frank, it is. And I'm even going back to whenever I was growing up in the, in the 80s. Um, whenever, obviously, Liverpool were the dominant force then. At least in the 1980s, Manchester United had high-class players like Norman Whiteside, Brian Robson, um, top-class performers. 
I watched the game last night between Manchester United and Burnley, and Burnley won 2 0. And I'm not sure that any of the top six teams, bar David De Gea, the goalkeeper, would want any of the outfield players that played for Manchester United last night in their starting lineups. And that is a terrible indictment on the football club at the moment. Yes, they've been unlucky to lose Marcus Rashford, who was starring for them in the past few months. But injuries happen. Every club um, has had it this season. And Manchester United don't have a squad um, worth the millions and millions of pounds that they have spent on it. I would also add, and I've said this to you before, Frank, in my opinion, Ole Gunnar Solskjaer is not the man to manage Manchester United. I think it's great for Liverpool fans, Manchester City fans, Chelsea fans that he is doing, because I just don't think he is the man to deliver what Manchester United need. And he's unfortunate to be manager at a time when the players aren't up to it. All the time you get this talk about Paul Pogba, he's hardly played a game for Manchester United this season, and when he has played, he, he hasn't delivered. And he's their big name. I think come the summer, they've got to get rid of him, and they've got to build a whole new team. And if they're wise about it, they'd go for a new manager. Pochettino, who managed Spurs to a European Cup final, is out there. Diego Simone, who manages Atletico Madrid and has done a fantastic job there, is out there. Um, there are better managers than Ole Gunnar Solskjaer, and there are certainly better players than are currently on the Manchester United squad list. They're a poor shadow of themselves, and last night, after Burnley scored the second goal, Old Trafford basically started to empty, and that is a worrying sign. Everyone goes on about Ed Woodward and the Glazers, um, uh, and yes, they um, have played a part in this downfall, but the manager and the players also have a huge responsibility to deliver. There's a lot of Manchester United uh, ex-players in the media now, and they're loath to say get Ollie out because he's their friend and, and an ex-teammate. But Solskjaer's not the man for Manchester United. He really isn't. He reminds me a little of Roy Hodgson whenever Roy Hodgson was at Liverpool, and Hodgson couldn't um, deal with the size of that, a club of that magnitude. And it's pretty evident that Solskjaer can't deal with um, a club of Manchester United size in terms of management. They have to get someone in, and um, if they don't get him in at the end of the season, um, I think Manchester United's troubles will continue. The recruitment obviously has to be better, and they have to buy world-class players, because it is Manchester United, after all. It's still one of the biggest sporting institutions on the planet. But there's so much wrong at Manchester United now, it is untrue. And um, when you compare Liverpool right now to United, there's 30 points between the sides. Liverpool have two games in hand. This is Liverpool's first title if they continue in the form that they've been showing for three decades. Manchester United fans don't want to be going down that road. And if they continue on the path that they're on, that's exactly where they're heading, Frank. Stephen, an amazing analysis. Thank you very much indeed. Stephen Beacom, sports broadcaster, sports writer, talking about the All-Island League that we may have here in the future or not. And Manchester United, is it the worst they've been in recent times?
Remember Leeds United and how big they were and how they slipped and slipped and slipped. They're just beginning to come back now. Might that be about to happen for Man United? And it's so, so important that they're in the top tier and they are up competing for a top four place. But uh, I never thought I'd, I'd say this as someone who doesn't support them, but I, I sort of feel sorry for Manchester United fans that, you know, they have such a poor team. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50 luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns.